um, I'm, I'm not worthy here to talk to you, but I pray that God may give benefit from the word of the Holy Spirit. Um, I'm going to start by telling you a story. Um, the story is called The Man Fell in a Hole. So there was a man who fell in a hole and he couldn't get out. Uh, a traveler passed by. He told the man to meditate, to pure, purify his mind. And when he reached a high level of meditation, all suffering will cease. The man did as he was told, but he remained in the hole. Another man appeared. He explained that the hole does not exist. Neither, in fact, did the man. It was all an illusion. The man who did not exist was still stuck in the hole that was not there. Another visitor arrived. He instructed the man to perform good deeds to improve his karma. And though he would still die in the hole, he might be reincarnated as something magnificent. Another man looked down from above. He told the man to pray five times a day facing east. Um, if he was faithful one day, perhaps the divine would set him free. The man prayed as best as he could, but he was losing strength. And in the hole he remained. Another man appeared. There was something different about him. He called down to the man in the hole and asked him if he wanted to be free. The man lowered himself into the earth, into the pit. He took hold of the man and he dragged him out into the light. And the man in the hole who could not get himself out was saved. I'm telling you this story because from the beginning of time, the man, all mankind, fell into the hole of sin. And the reward for sin was death. And the only way to get the humanity out was for God to come inside this hole, drag mankind out into the light. And we define this in our church by the incarnation. God took the form of man and he became, he came down to earth. He grabbed the man or he took the mankind into his body and he went up to heaven. He lifted all us up. The whole thing started from the sin of Adam and Eve, and we know, as then Paul explains, for the wages of sin is death, and therefore God incarnated for us. This incarnation is the focus of the church this whole month of Kiyah. The four weeks of Kiyah talks about the incarnation in a way, and also tomorrow the Paramount liturgy and the finally the, the liturgy for Daid. Uh, today's liturgy talked about the birth of St. John the Baptist, and even with the birth of St. John the Baptist, there was prophecies. Zechariah prophesied about the incarnation and the salvation. He said, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. He prophesied about the salvation um, that's coming out from the incarnation. What I want to talk to you about is what do we gain from the Incarnation besides salvation. So salvation is the main reason for the Incarnation, but there is other blessings that we can take. And to understand these blessings, we have to go back and see what was the state of the man before the fall, and what happened to him after the fall, and then what we gain from the Incarnation. From the incarnation sorry. So before the fall, the man was created in the image of God, in the... Uh, book of Genesis, we read, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. 
He was also created in incorruption. He was supposed to live forever. Um, and we pray that in the liturgy we say, O God, the great, the eternal, who formed man in incorruption. Also before the fall, the man used to know God, used to talk to him, used to have this experience and communication with God. And he used to live in holiness, righteous, righteousness and purity, and he was also united with other men, or the rest of the humanity. But after the fall, all these five characteristics changed. The image of God was distorted, man died, and corruption became a trait of the human nature. Um, he couldn't talk to God anymore, he started hiding from God, and he lost the holiness, and tend, he had his nature tending to do evil. Also, the, hum the human unity was destroyed, people start killing each other. So this whole good image that the man was created on was all corrupted, unfortunately. But through the incarnation, we gain a lot of blessings. The first blessing I'm going to talk about is the image of God. We regained the image of God through incarnation. What we know is no one has seen God at any time. This is in John chapter 1. But through the incarnation, again, John, in his first epistle, we say, we have seen with our eyes, we have looked upon, and our hands have handled. So from the incarnation, we have seen God. We have seen the image of God. Actually, Christ himself is the image of God. St. Paul explains he is the image of the invisible God. Um, and he himself told us in the Gospel of John, he who has seen me has seen the Father. He is the image of God. So the image of God was distorted in Adam, but this cannot happen in Christ, for he is truly God. Um, how do we get the image of God? We get the image of God from the baptism. In baptism, we become a new creation, and we become the children of God, and the children of God has his image. St. Paul explains, as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly man, which is Christ. We put on the, this image of God through baptism. Also, St. Paul explains, you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. This image becomes clear in us through spiritual practice. And it needs a lot of patience and struggle so that we become the image of God, but the image becomes complete in eternal life. Um, in the first epistle of St. John, uh, he says, when he is revealed, we shall be like him. We, have, we should have his image. For we shall see him as he is. And St. Paul also explains, who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to his glorious body. We become exactly his image. That's the first blessing we get from the reincarnation and the, and the best way to get this image is through the baptism. The second blessing uh, we take is the life. Originally, um, because of the sin, we all was judged to death. So death was caused by man being separated from the source of life. And we pray in the liturgy, we say, in death which entered into the world through the envy of the devil. Therefore, through the incarnation, God is united with, the, with our flesh in the womb of St. Mary, and the life is pulled from the divine to the flesh. 
So the flesh became become not only alive but life giving. His body and blood becomes life giving. It's the source of life. We also pray that in the liturgy we say this is the life giving flesh. We mean the body of Christ. Um, so the only way for us to get this life is to be united with his body. We can live again if united with the life giving blood. He said that. He said, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I will raise him up at the last day. Also, John chapter 6 explains in details what's the benefits of having uh, the body of Christ in us through the communion. In fact, we cannot live without this godly, alive and life-giving flesh. And by live, I mean the eternal life which God took from himself through the incarnation from St. Mary. So we get this same life that we take every time we take communion. So the first blessing we talked about was the image of God. The second blessing is the life. The, lo the third one is the knowledge and the holiness. Something we really learned from the incarnation is what to do in different situations. God lived as a human being he lived with us and he went through all our struggle himself, so he gave us an example. He himself said, learn from me in Matthew chapter 11. He gave us all the knowledge and, and he, he even prayed so, so that we know how to pray. He fasted so we know how we fast. He accepted the Holy Spirit through baptism so we do the same. Um, he sanctified everything in our life. Even um, St. Paul explains in First Corinthians, Therefore, whether we eat or drink or whatever we do, we do all to the glory of God. We know that everything is sanctified through the Incarnation. He also became the mediator between us and God. He gave us the knowledge of God. He gave us the how to live in holiness. The last blessing of Incarnation that we benefited from Incarnation is the human unity. He himself said in John chapter 11 that he would gather together in one the children of God who were scattered abroad. That was one of the missions of the incarnation. Uh, he wanted to have one flock and one shepherd. He said that in John chapter 10. Uh, and in his last prayer um, on earth, he was actually praying for the human unity. He said, Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me that they may be one as we are. I do not pray for those alone, but also for those who will believe in me through this word, and that they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you. And he goes on and on and explains that he prays for the human unity. Um, Christ invented that this unity is achieved through his flesh and he, that he took from St. Mary, we are united with him once through the baptism and many times through communion. And Paul explains, for by one spirit we were all baptized in one body and all have been made to drink into one spirit. Uh, he also says, for we, though many, are one bread and one body, for we all partake of that one bread. When we all come to the body and bread of the body of Christ, we became all united. Um, so therefore, God has united all the humanity through his flesh. And uh, again, St. Paul says, so as to create in himself a new man from the two, 
thus making peace he also says for you are all one in Christ so just a, a quick recap of what we talked about we talked about the blessings of incarnation the first one is that we have the image of God the second one is that we have life the third one is that we have knowledge and holiness and the fourth one is that we have human unity um, so from our side we have to accept this divine gift of incarnation we have to be uh, um, convinced that this was done for us this is beneficial to us and if we are then we have to um, make sure that we get these benefits we make sure that we are baptized and our children are baptized we have to make sure that we partake of the communion as much as we can because that's the only way to get back life and we also need to follow God uh, in our daily life see what, how he acted on earth and we do the same so that we can get the knowledge the holiness and the righteousness um, and I just want to end with a quote from the holy liturgy he said um, we pray you bless my nature in yourself um, I'm just gonna do a quick recap in Arabic so زي ما سمعتوا في انجيل النهارده النهارده بيتكلم عن ميلاد يوحنا المعمدان لكن في النص في بعد ما زكريا شاف يوحنا وسماه وبدا يتكلم اول حاجه نطق بيها هي نبوه للخلاص هو قال كده امتلأ زكريا ابوه من الروح القدس وتنبأ قائلا مبارك الرب اله اسرائيل لانه افتقد وصنع فداء لشعبه الفداء ده هو محور تركيز الكنيسة على مدار الأربع أسابيع بتوكيات وقداس البرمون وقداس العيد والفداء ده جه لأن الإنسان كان محكوم عليه بالموت من ساعة آدم طبيعته اتغيرت وبقت تميل للشر فكان الحل الوحيد إن إن ربنا يتجسد وياخد جسد الإنسان ده ويرتفع بيه يديله يخلصه ف طبعا التجسد اهم يعني بيربوز ليه كان هو الفداء التجسد حصل لفدائنا ان احنا رجعنا تاني السماء لكن من التجسد اخذنا بركات كتير غير الفداء او يعني ان اديشن للفداء اول بركه اخذناها هي صورة الله بقينا احنا الاول ما كانش حد ربنا بيشوفه بس من خلال التجسد بقينا نشوف ربنا بقينا نسمعه بقينا نتكلم معاه بقينا نعرف هو بيفكر ازاي في يوحنا الاولى بيقول الذي رايناه بعيوننا الذي شاهدناه ولمسته ايدينا كل ده حصل بالتجسد بس احنا كمان عارفين ان السيد المسيح في تجسده هو صوره الله غير المنظور فاحنا بقينا نشوف صوره الله وبقينا احنا كمان نمتلك امكانيه ان احنا نبقى صوره الله من خلال المعموديه في يوحنا في انجيل يوحنا الاصحاح الاولاني بيقولوا اما الذين قبلوه فاعطاهم سلطانا ان يصيروا اولاد الله اي المؤمنين باسمه الذين ولدوا ليس من دم ولا من مشيئة جسد ولا من مشيئة رجل بل من الله والميلاد طبعا زي ما احنا فاهمين بيتكلم عن المعموديه اولاد الله ليهم صوره الله الاول كان لينا صوره ادم بس بالمعموديه بيبقى لينا صوره الله قديس بولس الرسول برضه بيقول وكما لبسنا صوره الترابي سنلبس ايضا صورة السماوي احنا بنجيلنا صورة الله دي من خلال المعمودية تاني بركة اتكلمنا فيها هي ان احنا اول حاجة كتلينا صورة الله تاني حاجة كتلينا الحياة لان احنا كان محكوم علينا بالموت في انجيل يوحنا بيقول فيه كانت الحياة 
واحنا في القداس بنصلي بنقول الموت الذي دخل الى العالم بحسد ابليس. علشان كده من خلال التجسد والمسيح اخذ جسد انساني والجسد الانساني ده مش بس بقى فيه حياه بقى معطي حياه. أو محي زي ما بنقول في القداس، بنقول هذا هو الجسد المحي، فالجسد اللي أخده المسيح ده بقى جسد محي، بقى جسد هو مرت هو يعني اللي بيدي حياة للآخرين. عشان كده كل مرة نتناول إحنا نفتكر إن إحنا بناخد جسد المسيح وبناخد الحياة جوانا. بناخد الحياة جوانا. هو نفسه قال كده من يأكل جسدي ويشرب دمي فله حياة أبدية وأنا أقيمه في اليوم الأخير. يبقى اول حاجه خدناها هي صوره الله تاني حاجه خدناها هي الحياه ثالث حاجه خدناها من التجسد هي المعرفه والقداسه عرفنا الله لانه شفناه واتكلمنا معاه وعرفنا هو بيتصرف ازاي في القداس بنصلي بنقول اعطيتني علم معرفتك ان احنا نعرفك وهو نفسه قال تعلموا مني فهو بدا يصلي عشان نصلي بدا يصوم عشان نصوم بدا يقبل روح القدس المعمودية عشان احنا نعمل زيه علمنا ان كل حاجه مقدسه مفيش حاجه وحشه نقدر نعملها ما دام بنعملها لمجد ربنا فالقديس بولس الرسول بيقول ان كنتم تاكلون او تشربون او تفعلون شيئا ففعلوا كل شيء لمجد الله مفيش حاجه وحشه كل حاجه مقدسه في المسيح وهو كمان بقى الوسيط ما بيننا وبين الله فبقى هو يتكلم بالنيابه عنا بقينا نصلي دايما باسمه كل دي بركات اخذناها من التجسد اول حاجه سوره الله ثاني حاجه الحياه ثالث حاجه المعرفه والقداسه واخر حاجه هي الوحده ما بيننا كلنا من الحاجات اللي السيد المسيح اتكلم عنها وهو على الارض هو انه كان عايز يجمع كل الناس الى واحد وقال كده وتكون رعيه واحده وراع واحد وفي الصلاه الاخيره صلى نفس الصلاه قال ايها الاب القدوس احفظهم في اسمك الذين اعطيتني ليكونوا واحدا كما نحن يبقى هو عايزنا كلنا نبقى واحد احنا بنبقى واحد معاه في المعموديه وبنبقى واحد معاه كل مره نتناول. فالقديس بولس الرسول بيقول لاننا جميعا بروح واحد ايضا اعتمدنا الى جسد واحد وجميعنا سقينا روحا واحدا. وقال برضو فاننا نحن الكثيرين خبزا واحد جسد واحد لاننا جميعا نشترك في الخبز الواحد. كل مره نتناول بنتحد مع المسيح ونتحد مع بعض. آه ف البركات اللي اتكلمنا عليها هي ان احنا من التجسد طبعا الفداء ده اهم حاجه بس البركات الاضافيه اللي خدناها هي سوره الله الحياه المعرفه والقداسه والوحده ما بيننا كلنا احنا محتاجين نقبل التجسد ده ونشكر ربنا عليه ومحتاجين ان احنا نميكشور ان احنا ناخد سوره ربنا فينا بالمعموديه معموديتنا احنا ومعموديه اولادنا ومحتاجين ان احنا نتحد معاه كل مره نقدر بالتناول لان احنا محتاجين الحياه محتاجين نفولو هيز اكزامبل نمشي نعمل زي ما هو عمل في كل حياتنا علشان نعرفه اكتر ونتعلم القداسه ونتعلم البر. انا بس هاني بجمله مشهوره في القداس بنصليها في القداس الغريوري بتقول باركت طبيعتي فيك يعني كل طبيعتنا بقت مقدسه بقت مباركه بسبب التجسد ده اللي احنا بنشكر ربنا عليه والمجد لله دائما ابدا امين